welcome to episode 31 of Viper Recruit Spotlight. I am your host, Wack, and joining alongside me today are Jackson and Ashton. Jackson is not shorter. He's just sitting a little lower than, than usual. <laughs> how you doing, guys? Jackson, how you doing, man? Doing good. I uh, had a busy week so far. Uh, it's going to be a great night tonight. I'll be heading out to cover the Woodlands Oak Ridge football game, and then tomorrow I'll be heading out to Willis to watch Willis take on New Caney as a district play starts for a lot of teams around the state. Uh, so very excited to watch those two matchups and uh, going to be a great show. Ashton, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. Uh, really excited for tonight. I get to cover Cy Wood and Cy Fair. Some really big recruits there tomorrow, which will be the day this airs out. Uh, Tomball and Pearland Dawson, some of the local guys here at Tomball and uh, big man Edward Smith for the defensive line for uh, Pearland Dawson. So I'm just really excited and uh, just really, really happy to be back. Well, let's jump into some Texas high school football recruiting news. Um, you know, there are big games out there, but that means there are big time players playing in those games. Probably the biggest news that happened between the last show and this one, and I think it happened yesterday, if I'm not mistaken, or, or Tuesday, I, I guess at the at the latest, was Braxton Myers decommits from USC. The uh, Capel, um, 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 he's he's plays out of Capel. I couldn't get my words right there. Uh, big time decommitment. What do we make of this? Is this one of those things where he's going to take some unofficial visits or some official visits and then come back and commit again? What do we make of this, Jackson? I'll turn to you first. Yeah, I think uh, this is some big news around the state as uh, you see teams like Texas A&M and Texas wanting to go heavy on getting kids in the state of Texas to stay home. I think uh, that could be a possible option. But I do I do think that it's just going more going more on official visits. Uh, sometimes you go on an unofficial and you like it, but it's not the same as what an official visit atmosphere it's, is like. It's not the same as getting to go to that game uh, and experience the full stadium uh, of a game of the school that you're potentially going to go to. So I think uh, if visits are one thing. I think you might see a lot of the in-state schools go after him hard as he's decommitted from USC. So this will definitely be one to watch out for. Ashton, how about you? What do you, what do you take, of, uh, take of this? So obviously really huge news, him, to meet, him to decommitting from USC. And uh, on Twitter, obviously, you can find yourself going down all these wormholes with, like Jackson said, UT or A&M. I think uh, to kind of piggyback off what he said, you're really going to see these Texas in-state schools try and keep him as well as other recruits in-state. I mean, you've got – obviously, we'll go into it a little bit later, but you've got guys like Bravon Rogers who just committed yesterday uh, to Texas A&M. But I think the biggest piece in this is – Kind of, kind of seeing how Anthony Hill and this going to be kind of fun. Anthony Hill and Jonte Cook recruit him for uh, the UT and A&M guys. Let's uh, let, let let's continue on because I know you mentioned a, a name for a big time commitment there. Let's say Texas and Alabama because I, I got some Texas Alabama stuff. You know, big time game, big time you know potential recruits going to that game. So let's save off on that. Let's talk about a couple of other ones. You know, for me, uh, Parker Liv- uh, Livingston out of Lovejoy picked up a big time offer from Georgia. Currently has offers from Oklahoma State, Wisconsin, Texas, Utah, to name a few. But that is a big-time get. Georgia, I mean, they, they look pretty good against Oregon uh, this past week. So, big-time get for 
uh, uh, big time offer to get for Parker. And of course, TJ Shanahan commits to A&M. What other news do we have? You know, Jackson, you may want to jump in there and talk about that TJ uh, commitment a little bit. But let, let, let's start with some news. So, Jackson, I will start with you first. Yeah, I'm going to start with some news. Uh, the Woodlands quarterback, Mamre Toyer, picks up an offer from Kansas. Uh, it, this is kind of the start back up, I feel like, of kids picking back up their recruitment. It's his 24th offer. Uh, they have a big game today against Oak Ridge. Uh, against an Oak Ridge defense that's got a lot of D1 talent uh, in the class of 24. So that's going to be a big-time matchup. I'm sure lots of coaches will be watching that one. Uh, you've got Braylon Conley from Atascocita, class of 24 DB, picked up his eighth offer from Mizzou. Uh, he's a kid that's been playing really well in that Atascocita defense this year, has already had a great start to the season. I'm going to expect his recruitment to really ramp up and pick up as the season continues on, also during this offseason. Uh, and then another uh, another thing that we didn't mention last week, but Tory Blaylock from Atascocita picked up an offer from Baylor. Uh, this is uh, his recruitment is definitely blowing up now, uh, as he's already picked up tons of D1 Power Five program offers. Uh, he's a guy that's rushed for over 100 yards in both the games he's played in so far uh, as the starting running back for Atascocita in his sophomore year. Uh, going to be very impressed uh, watching the, how the rest of the season plays out for him and especially his recruitment. But going to the TJ Shanahan thing, um, I feel like this is a is, is a guy that AM felt like they they had a good lock on him. Uh, he's always he's been in contact with all these kids that have been committed. Uh, I think it was just a matter of time for him to commit. And now that he's at AM, it's going to get very interesting because they've got some big time offensive line commits right now, two in state, a couple out of state that are pretty impressive. And, you know, TJ is going to be there helping recruit with Anthony Hill, trying to get a lot of these in-state kids to come with them. And like Ashton mentioned, Bravion Rogers commits back to A&M. Uh, he had decommitted about a month ago, recommitted, which I'm pretty sure did help a guy like TJ uh, re or end up committing yesterday or Wednesday, whenever uh, for whenever the show comes out. But it, 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 it's going really good for the Aggies right now in recruitment. I know we've been, we talked a lot about Texas all summer. Their recruiting was going absolutely insane, but a and really picking up a lot of traction right now. I don't expect this those two to be the last commits this week. We will see uh, how things play out, but uh, big-time news in recruiting across the state. Ashton, let's turn it over to you now. What other news? Again, let's leave Texas, Alabama alone for a second. What other news do you have for us? So y'all really uh, kind of hit it on the head. All, all the stuff that I had listed, I had Parker Livingstone listed for uh, Georgia. He also got Mizzou the same day. Um, TJ Shanahan Jr. obviously committed to A&M. Uh, Bravion Rogers com commit, recommitted back to A&M. Uh, kind of just to reiterate what Jackson said, we talked about Texas all summer. Everyone was was talking about, oh, A&M, they got a great 2022 class. They weren't able to pick up a 2023 class. Um and now it's really coming to light that they're the Jimbo and his staff is still recruiting. They're, they're still trying to get the guys that they want. And it seems like they are doing that and they're doing it at a high level. Jackson, I know you had your hand up there. What you got? Yeah. Uh, one thing I forgot to mention, Costa 2024, uh, four-star defensive end from Peyto Logan Thomas picked up an offer from Kansas. Uh, his recruiting process has kind of been slowly chugging along. Uh, he's obviously highly rated, 
I think after he gets this full season of tape this year, uh, he's going to be a guy that lots of people want. He's six four, long, lengthy, has a great twitch off the ball, uh, really quick off the edge, uh, really good pass rusher. Uh, so be on the lookout for this kid. His his recruitment's about to blow up pretty soon. And now we get to the part everyone maybe has been waiting for. It's Texas versus Alabama. And with that game means lots of recruit, recruits coming to that game to check it out, both for Texas and for Alabama. Um, you know, regardless of the score, I mean, I think I think if you're a realist, I, I'm, a, I'm a UT fan through and through. I'm a realist. I don't see Longhorns really winning that game. You know, I think Quinn's still a little. You could see it. He, he's he. I mean, he's an 18 year old kid playing. You know, uh, in his first start last week, and after that first series, he looked good. But is it going to be good enough against Mama? I don't know. They got two freshmen on the offensive line, uh, and while they looked good last week, again, that's that's it. And that's not Bama. They're playing last week, so they looked good. But I don't know if they're going to be a miracle. Hey, I'll be happy if they beat Bama. Don't get me wrong. I just I, if you ask me for a prediction, though, I'm not picking Texas, and I'm a UT homer as it gets. That being said, let's talk about these. I got a couple of names here that I have coming. They're either coming for Texas, come for Bama, come for both, right? So obviously we got Mikhail Harrison Pilot, probably one of the bigger names. Temp, uh, he's from Temple, wide receiver slash athlete. We all know what he could probably do, uh, kind of being almost an Xavier Worthy type player for the for the Longhorns. You got Marcus Deal out of Garland, Naaman Forest. He's going to be there. Colin Simmons from Duncanville. Jalen Hill from Longview. I know both Alabama and Texas and A&M now are kind of in the hunt for for him. Uh, Trey Owens of Cypher, a quarterback uh, that, you know, hey, while they may have Arch coming next year, they still need to recruit some quarterbacks, and he's the class of 2024, if I'm not mistaken. 23, one or the other. But either way, you still need another quarterback, kind of. You always try to recruit a little more than one quarterback. And then Micah Hudson of Lake Belton, wide receiver, that's been picking up some steam as of late. Those are the ones, kind of the key ones that I know that are going to be there. What can what what can recruits expect out of this? You know, kind of experience. What are what are both Texas and uh, Alabama doing for this game to get these kids hyped and hopefully coming their way? What are we thinking, Ashton? So, I to I want to say is either yesterday or the day before. Um, to kind of add on to that list, uh, 2023 four star Warren Robertson received an offer from UT, and obviously he is a four star. He is up there, but. A lot of people want to talk about a Cal Harrison pilot, which I think is going to be a huge grab for UT because as of right now, it, it seems like he's leaning towards Houston. When you look at all those Houston guys like Matthew Golder from Klein Kent, they're all recruiting him and he's been there. He's, he continues to go there. So if they're able to give a Cal Harrison pilot, that'll be a huge grab. But also Warren Robertson, because if you're not able to give a Cal Harrison pilot, you got to have guys to look back to. So just kind of building on that recruiting and, just not being focused on some just one particular player. They're trying to get them all while they can. Oh, that's the truth. I mean, you look right there, Micah Hudson, uh, you know, Jalen Hill and Mikhail Harrison pilot, you know, they're going after all of them. Jackson, let's turn it over to you now. Same kind of post, same question to you. You know, what are these teams going to be doing this week at this big game? Try and draw in these recruits. Yeah, I think, uh, from the aspect of all these, uh, like the wide receivers we just named, and I also know class of 2025 uh, wide receiver Andrew Marsh from Katie Jordan, who's been getting a lot of buzz, uh, could be one of the best receivers in the class, uh, will be there in attendance as well. I think for a Texas side, uh, your facilities, uh, everyone talks about the facilities when you go there. Uh, just giving them a real home experience, uh, 
getting them involved maybe with some fans on the sideline, whatnot, just getting the buzz for Texas. For an Alabama side, uh, I think it's more going to be about the game for Alabama. I think it's going to be this team, this, te- this Texas team will be joining the SEC in a couple of years. For maybe recruits. next year, if uh, if yeah, maybe. you know that's that's one of the things they're trying to get them they're trying to get them in next year. But I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, and, and that kind of adds to my point. Um, as an as Alabama, you you want to kind of throw down the hammer and show these recruits, hey, this this team might be coming into the SEC, and that's great and all, but. Do you want to win or do you not? That's kind of the Alabama mentality, and that's always been uh, the staple of Alabama. Why wouldn't you want to go play for Nick Saban, who's arguably the greatest college football coach of all time, and win national titles? And I think uh, for an Alabama side, it's definitely going to be more about the game. For the Texas side, you got to show off your facilities. You've got to show off this new offense with Quinn Ewers, uh, especially with these wide receivers. You've got to show them that you're going to be spreading the ball around uh, getting everyone the ball, not just Xavier Worthy. And I think that's something really important uh, to these receivers to realize is, uh, are we, are y'all just going to focus on this one guy or all of us getting spread the wealth? I know that's uh, definitely something that's important to A&M on the D-line side while recruiting these D-linemen. Uh, so I, I want to see Texas kind of show these receivers, hey, we spread the ball around to everyone. It's not just going to be one guy getting the ball the entire time. So I think that's the most important thing for Texas this week. Yeah, and I think I think they did a pretty decent job with that last week. I mean, I think their leading receiver was actually the tight end. I think there's a connection there uh, between uh, yours um, right there, a former Denton guy, or uh, I forget his name. Let me let me look it up Denton real Ryan. quick. Denton uh, Ryan. There you go. Um, uh, but let, let's kind of flip the script here and let's uh, let's let's talk. Uh, let's be honest. This game could get out of hand quickly, right? I mean, this is the first time they're playing in in the regular season. In a hundred years, um, so they haven't had to play play the 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 powerhouse that is Bama. Besides the twenty nine um, championship, which we all know what happened there, you know Colt got hurt, and the rest is history. As as we like, and I see Jackson rolling his eyes. We'll have different opinions. I think I think Texas would have won that game. Jackson probably doesn't. That's okay. That's what that's what healthy debate is for. But this game could get out of hand ugly. I'm a, I'm like I said, I'm a realist. I understand where Texas and Bama are at their stages of of, of kind of where, where they're at. So as a program that is trying to get these high-end recruits, you know, what do you do? Is it about focusing early on and showing the atmosphere of, hey, this is what you're going to get. We're going to be going to the SEC where you're going to get this kind of crowd every week. Is it about that? Is it about the facilities, like you said, and not not so much, hey, let's not look at the field so much, you know, maybe here and there when we can, especially maybe early on in the first quarter. You know, what's that game plan if you're kind of – if you're Texas, Jackson? Yeah. Uh, are you talking about for the game or for the recruit standpoint? Um, both. I think from a recruit standpoint, uh, as you're at the game, you you got to see how you would fit in that type of offense uh, and how you believe you would be used and if that would help you benefit in the future. From a uh, football, the game standpoint, uh, I feel like Texas is going to need to be very physical up front against that Alabama D-line and that Alabama offensive line. Uh, especially in the first quarter. I think you want to show some promise there, show some growth that, hey, we can hang with these guys, Uh, even if the score runs away after that, because that Alabama offense is absolutely loaded. I I think you got to show that up in the trenches you can play with these guys. 
because the rest comes with it. Uh, once you get to the SEC and you're starting to get even the class they got right now, the guys that they're getting, uh, the skills position, the quarterback, the running back, that all comes with time. But you really got to show that you're going to be able to battle up front in the trenches, I feel like, uh, to impress. How about you, Ashton? Any, any final thoughts about this game from a recruiting standpoint? So from a recruiting standpoint, like, like y'all said, show them the facilities. Uh, I was blessed to be able to tour uh, UT's facilities over the summer through their sports journalism camp. And they're legit. They're the state of the art. But you got like like Jackson said, you got to you got to give them the the home environment, and also show that hey, we may not be able to beat Bama right now, but in the coming years we will be. Obviously, the if you come here, we'll be able to because beat of them you, sometime. right? <laughs> yeah, because of you. That that's the age old hey, because of you, we'll we'll do it if you come. That's the age old true uh, notion. Um, I mean. I, I we could talk I could talk college football all day, but that's not what we're here for. So, um, you know, with that being said, I don't know who has the interview. Is it is it you, Jackson, this week? Are, are you doing us with? The, are you got us with the interview? Or, uh, you know, someone raises their hand here, and I'll, I'll switch to you so you can talk about it. Let's there we go, Jackson. I saw it first, Jackson. Let's go to the interview. What you got for us this week? Yeah, I got a really special interview lined up. Uh, it's going to be with a kid I've really gotten to know pretty well. And uh, very excited to get to it. So why don't we jump to that right now? Sounds good. Well, hey, surprising us here. I don't even know who it is. Let's go ahead jump to that interview right now. Thanks, Josh. We're here with a very special guest today. We've got class of 2024, four-star linebacker from Oak Ridge, number one linebacker in the state, Justin Williams. Justin, how you doing, man? Doing great. Doing great. Glad to be here. Yeah, man. I mean, it's late. We, we, you just got done with the game. I was at that game, man. Uh, let, let's start with uh, that, man. Uh, you had a great year last year. Uh, you roll into this year. Uh, what's it been like uh, kind of after having that first year last year and then coming to this season? What's it been like so far uh, as the, we've already gone through the first three weeks of the regular season? Uh, it's been very nice. Uh, I've been <clears throat> sorry, about that, but it's, I've been developing to a leader role. Last year, I was just waiting my turn, you know, but this year is really I had to step up and lead the team. So it's been great. It's been great. Yeah, so let's start with your recruiting now. You really took off kind of last year, especially after the season ended and the spring uh, session started. Uh, you picked up some big offers. You've gotten you've gotten Texas A&M. You've gotten offers, uh, big Power 5 SEC offers. I know you've got Oregon as well. Talk about what it's like been like going through that recruiting process uh, as a sophomore, now junior. Uh, as a sophomore, it was just a blessing, and it was so many things coming out. And um, the recruitment process was just amazing. Like, it was just so fun to, like, enjoy. And, like, you'd, like, as a kid, you dreamed about all this stuff. And it was just like I was living in real life. So the recruitment process was just so much fun for me, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, you you've gotten to get to know some of the some of these big time college coaches. Uh, you've obviously uh, gone on a couple unofficial visits. Talk to us about kind of what what's been one of your favorite, maybe top three uh, unofficials you've gone on, and kind of explain why. Um, uh, not in any particular order, but um, my top three have had to be uh, unofficials. It had to be Alabama. Oregon and I, I love Georgia when I was a freshman. That was pretty cool. I was really excited. Yeah. What? And, uh, 
what was it about those schools that made it uh, kind of made an impact on you? It was just the way they, it was the culture really. Like I'm, I'm a really big culture type of person. So like the environment has to be set for me. And it was just amazing. Like at Alabama, you know, they're all about winning and championships and Nick Saban, he was just very tough. And even me being a freshman, he was very tough. And it was just like, I like that in the coach. And then at Oregon, they're very family organized. You know, they all, there was always talking to my mom, like make sure that we're okay. And it was just very, like, like I said, very family oriented. And then Georgia, they were just, there's just some dogs. Like they want everybody like fast, everybody move around and stuff like that. And I'm a really the type of person that like, I want to be pushed hard. I want to like work hard for what I have. So yeah, those, those schools really stood out to me the most. Yeah. As you've kind of gone through this recruiting process, it seems like uh, you've had a lot of fun. You've gotten to go visit a lot of places but you've also got a really special relationship with a quarterback down the road in Willis. Uh, why don't you talk about you and DJ's relationship? Both of y'all are seen as the top guys in the state for y'all's positions. Talk about y'all's relationship. Uh, me and DJ, we're, uh, we're, I say we're close. We got a lot closer over the past like couple months, you know, just us being, like you said, right across the street from each other. Um, I look at DJ like, that's like, that's my homeboy. Like, we're enemies on the field, but off the field, I feel like we're, we're very good friends. You know, I watch him train, watch his, like, YouTube videos and all that. So, me and DJ, we have a good relationship. Yeah, and I, I think that's kind of cool. Y'all's district, especially in 24, has a ton of talent. Uh, you just got done with a game against the Woodlands, who they've got a ton of talent in 24 and 25. Y'all have got a ton of talent in 2020. 24 and 25 so that district in general it's a lot of fun seeing all you guys kind of y'all y'all enemies on the field but y'all are kind of friends on the outside so it's always fun seeing that but why don't let's switch it up here uh obviously nil has become such a big deal in college football as you see a guy signing deals with canes car dealerships what would be your kind of dream NIL deal? We, we had Tory Blaylock on not too long ago he said Mike and Ike's so what would be kind of that dream NIL uh, I would say mine would have to be the Vans. I'm a Vans type of person. Okay. So Vans would definitely be my, um, like, like blown away NIL deal. Oh, like, yeah. You, have, you get some kicks. You show off the kicks yeah. on campus, game, yeah. and everything. That sounds like a great NIL deal. Well, let's, let's kind of get back to this season. Y'all took a tough loss tonight, first district game, but y'all really played really well uh, in the first two games before this. Uh, what's the mentality looking like as you're one of these leaders now on the team? What's the mentality looking like for the rest of the season? Rest of the season, we just have to come together as a team and finish. Like that's all we that's all we're looking to do. Work harder and just finish. That's all we're looking to do. That's the mentality. And I mean, that's a great mentality to have. Y'all have a coach uh, that's been to the big game before. Uh, obviously, knows how to how to get y'all to get there and get y'all to win and. Y'all seem to have the team to do it. Uh, last last two questions I really got for you, Justin, are uh, as you're in your junior year now, y'all had September 1st happen. All these coaches are able to contact y'all at midnight. Uh, what What's kind of your mentality as you go through the recruiting process? Because uh, I feel like a lot of people on the outside looking in, they, they don't get to see like all these calls that y'all are getting constantly, the texts, the DMs whatever it may be, you don't get to see that. So what's the mentality you have going through a recruiting process as one of these top prospects? Uh, my mentality is just always keep my head open, you know, just always making sure that I'm doing what's best for me and not just doing what's best for other people. 
So my mentality has been very good. I've been reaching out to a lot of coaches, seeing where I can fit in, seeing what the program's like. It's been it's been nice. My mentality has been very good dealing with the recruitment process. It's awesome, man. And I, I you obviously have a good head on your shoulders, man. And it, it's, it's fun to see uh, recruits who really get to enjoy the recruiting process and are that we're enjoying the recruiting process. Last question I really got for you, man, and, and you might not want to answer it. You can choose to answer if you don't want to. Obviously, it is your junior year. Uh, senior is approaching next fall. Uh, you've got a season to go through, off season to go through. Uh, for you, are you going to be a kid that if you get the invite to an Under Armour game or an All-American game, are you going to be a kid that wants to put on the hat at the All-American game, or are you someone that's going to want to make a decision when it feels right? Uh, to me, to be honest, I'm going to make sure that my decision is right. Like, I love the big, like the big games and all this and like all that, but I'm really like a low-key type of person so I'll I'll know when the commitment's right for sure sure man and looking forward to whenever that time comes also looking forward to uh seeing if you drop some top schools anytime soon like very excited to see what happens there but Justin I thank you for hopping on man I know it's late uh you had a game tonight but uh absolute pleasure talking to you looking forward to hopefully having you back on sometime before your senior year uh but thanks for hopping on man and uh no just really appreciate you no problem. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Well, with the interview out of the way, that means it's time for our Under the Radar segment. Where we take a look at ra- uh, athletes we think are under the radar for one reason or another. Whether that's a big-name athlete that doesn't doesn't have all the offers we think they should, or it's uh, it's an athlete that's so under the radar and we think, hey, these guys, this guy's got no offers and he should have a few by now. So that being said, let's jump to our under the radar athlete segment this week and start with Ashton. Ashton, who is your under the radar athlete? So my under the radar recruiter of the week is Christian Romack, senior tomball running back. Earlier in the year for my first interview, I was able to sit down with Christian and reflected on tomball's magical run the year that they made last year. Uh, what stuck with me is that Womack said, any coach who gets me will get a hell of a player and that he wants 2,000 yards. Womack is doing just that as through two games, he's accumulated 445 yards on 43 carries with five rushing touchdowns and a 99-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. Womack has always been quick and light on his feet, allowing him to beat defenders when running downfield. Not only has he toned up those skills, he has created far more explosiveness and strength over the summer, accumulating 1,300 yards last year while splitting reps. And now this year, almost halfway to the 1,000 mark, I, I definitely think that 2,000-yard mark goal is attainable. So any coach that is able to get Womack is definitely going to get a hell of a steal. Jackson, how about you? Who is your under-the-radar athlete for this week? Yeah, my under-the-radar athlete is Tristan Brown from Lamar High School. Uh, he's a kid that I actually got DM'd about from my dad, who was at the Woodlands-Lamar game, and saw this kid uh, at wide receiver that was making a ton of plays. Uh, he's a class of 2024 wide receiver, 4.3 GPA, also plays baseball, uh, which we know a lot of college recruit or recruiting coaches love to see kids play multiple sports. Uh, he's got four offers so far. He's got Texas Tech, Rice, UTSA and uh, Alabama State, but I, I think this is a kid that really is going to blow up. I think he's a kid that deserves the chance to blow up and pick up more offers. Uh, he's got great speed, great hands, uh, can really make all the plays you want the wide receiver position to make. 
And he's also a good blocker uh, in the run game. So I, I expect this kid to really start picking up some momentum after this season going into uh, his offseason. It's a senior year. He's a kid that coaches should take a chance on, and I'm expecting them to uh, after this year uh, season is finished. And my under-the-radar athlete this week is going to be Troy Tomaselli. Hopefully I said that right. He's a class of 2023, right receiver uh, and defensive back. And of Cornerstone Christian. I think more defensive back is probably where he's he's leaning to play. Uh, kid is the absolute definition of a ball hawk. I mean, in week one alone, 10, intercep- uh, 10 tackles and two interceptions, which equals his uh, interception total from last year already. Uh, I love the way he reacts uh, from his reads. As soon as he sees the play develop, he just he just goes right. He's not uh, he's he's no there's no second guessing out of him, which I think shows confidence in, in his ability to not only make the play, but in his ability to know what's going on on the field. Uh, he's able to also shed blocks as well. You'll see some running plays where you know you think a guy's gonna just kind of kind of cut, you know push him down and you know running backs gonna cut on the outside, but he he's able to shed the block and make the tackle. He's also quick. I think there's a play, hopefully we'll see it here on the huddle highlights, where he does get beat, but he catches up to the play and almost intercepts the ball. So it shows he's quick as well as knowledgeable on the field. I think he's got the skills in the passing game. I think he's got the skills in the running game. Just an overall versatile player. I think college will be lucky to have this kid. So my under-the-radar athlete for this week is Troy Tomaselli. If you are someone you know wants to be a part of this show, let us know in the comments. Let us know in the DMs. Uh, you know, send us emails, whatever you need to do. Uh, so, oh, we got a phone call. Jackson's probably getting some inside Texas A&M news. No, I'm just playing. Uh, with that being said, let's do some shout outs and get out of here. Uh, Jackson, who are you shouting out? Yeah, I'm going to shout out my brother who actually just called me right now. Uh, he's at A&M. Uh, I get to see him this weekend after I'll be going to the A&M football game this weekend. Also want to shout out uh, and send my thoughts and prayers out to London in England as uh, the Queen has died t- today when the show aired on Thursday. Uh, shout out to country of England, uh, Great Britain. I hope that things start to go better for y'all uh, and praying for your loss. Ashton, let's turn it over to you now. Go ahead and give us some shout outs. So I'm going to shout out y'all. It's a, It's been kind of a crazy last month. Uh, school started. Game started. Uh, I've been under the weather. Um, we just experienced a, uh, a rolling blackout in my neighborhood. Uh, y'all have been able to deal with me, help me, and uh, throughout this whole process, so I just want to shout out y'all, and uh, I really appreciate it. And what about me? What am I going? Who am I going to shout out today? I think I'm just going to shout out. I'm going to shout out Texas football. Might as well, right? I got a big time game. Don't know if it's going to go the way we, we hope it goes, but in the, the day, playing a big time opponent, building something great there at the University of Texas, fingers crossed. So, shout out to UT. It's going to be our show for today. As always, we're here. And Jackson doesn't like that, which, hey, I don't know why. You know I'm a UT fan, so come on. You get, you think I'm going to roll my eyes when, when you give me that giggle sign there? Let me roll my eyes. Ready? There you go. Just roll my eyes for you. Anyways, let's get out of here for today. We're here every Friday at 3 o'clock bringing you the need to know in the state of Texas for high school football recruiting. Until next week, I'm Wack. That's Jackson and Ashton, and we'll see you at the games. <laughs>